Bootstrapping? Mental models? Welcome to the Reactor Podcast with your hosts, Justin Vincent and Mark Wilbur. Hey, Mark. Hey, Justin. What's up? Oh, I'll tell you what. The, um, the fire's in California. So, um, oh, right. Mm, yeah, so our, our cousins um, live just by the Bobcat Fire, which is like one of the largest fires in, in California history. And um, they're under evacuation, so they're living with us. So we now have wow. three kids, three cats, four adults in our house that is only really designed for one family. So um, Whoa. there might be it's... kids, any number of kids running in at any time. Uh, it's been very difficult to actually find a place to record this. Wow. Well, I, well thanks, for, thanks for going to the effort. And yeah. uh, that sounds wild. So did they lose their house? No, no, it's, it's, they're sort they of just um, had to leave for safety. Yeah. It's an evacuation warning. So it, it's, it's, if the fire was, um, it sort of looks like the map of Australia when you look at it from above the shape of the fire, uh-huh. they're, like, they're like one town over, but it's, it's, I think it's a very, very significantly sized fire. Um, and wow. Just, yeah. It's like, wow. Yeah, very significant. But we'll see. See, hopefully, hopefully that that'll is, be good. that is quite the news. Um, I've also, yeah. Had a, a pretty eventful week. I've uh, I've survived my uh, first substantial spammer war. Oh, so really? uh, that may be why you see some bags under my eyes. Yep. Oh, yep. let's hear all about it. Well, I, I refuse until we go over our goals. Oh, okay. So that's well, where I goals, like to start. What was our goals? Uh, yours were five days a week of exercise, more progress on slider. And to continue tweeting about Nugget, uh, which I think you said was like your main marketing uh, push for it. Yeah. Okay. Well, so let's just see how badly I did on my goals. All right. And then we'll go into your goals. All right. So I didn't do five days a week of exercising because of the family moving in. It's just the air is probably not good either. No, the air is fine here. They've moved. They've moved into our place. Uh, Okay. So we're we're not near the fire, but um. It just doesn't feel appropriate to jump on that trampoline in front of all those people. It's just very strange. Um, so that it, it's, it's a privacy-based exercise, <laughs> the rebound. <laughs> um, then the tweeting, I stopped. I guess I didn't. I haven't been following through on that because I got so stuck into Slider, which I have made a, a lot of progress on. Well, that was that was uh, your first non-exercise goal you mentioned. So yeah, good deal. So, okay, that's me. Um, I had, uh, I had one to look into that, that weird duplicate subscription issue I was getting with Stripe. Oh yeah. And I, I put in a few guards, uh, that basically just checked to see if, if, uh, the, any subscriptions exist for a customer and, and I haven't seen any more problems since. Oh, nice. Nice. Um, 
two was to keep working on my screencasts. I, I did publish uh, three videos in my premium series on Absinthe GraphQL. Great. And I put out one free one on Ecto because I'm doing like kind of a free series at the same time as a premium one. So the, the YouTube channel doesn't just go dead for, for like a month um, or two. Um, and that one did really well uh, because of uh, uh, a new way that I did it. And then I also got some work done on Phoenix Igniter. I updated it to Phoenix 1.5. I, uh, I, you know, set up one of those uh, live view dashboards like I did for the reactor site. Yeah. And I uh, did one other thing for it too. I, I forgot what it was. It wasn't UI components, but I, I, uh, you know, I, I put in like a decent, a decent set of updates and, uh, well, it's worth mentioning that this so, is two weeks yeah. after our last episode. So um, we've, had, we've, we've had two weeks. So that has given Mark um, a chance to do a lot of stuff. And it, even though it sounds like I haven't done very much, I have done a lot on Slider. But Mark has obviously done better with his two weeks than I did with mine. Well, for, for the Phoenix Igniter, especially, like that was a thing that was like, I was like, I really need to do some work on this for like yeah. a month straight. And I hadn't at all. So, you know, going from... Nothing to something is, is good, at least. That is, yeah, that's huge. So um, nicely done. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm happy about pretty much all of it except the screencast production rate. I, I wanted to get more done, but you are the man. There's always another try. Well, my my business uh, forces me to be, so it's like uh, it's not a nice little SaaS where I can just let it go on autopilot. I've got to keep on making content. <laughs> So uh, you want to hear about the spammers now or should we sure, uh, delay yeah. that? Okay. No, do not delay. So I, uh, no delay. I got this email from Amazon. It was like uh, email delivery failure. And I see one of those very occasionally. Um, so I didn't think much about it. And then I got another one. And then I got a complaint. Someone had reported it as spam. And I was like, this is only transactional emails. Like what's going on? And I looked in the app and I had over a hundred users created in the last hour. And uh, the, you know, the addresses looked like they were real people. So which asked my, like uh, for Alchemist camp. So Alchemist camp can send email. It's got email plugged into it. It's got transactional emails. So got the, it. Okay. Uh, yeah. the failed delivery and the spam complaint were, um, all of those were for the welcome email. So it's like just an email I send to everyone when they sign up and say like, Hey, you know, welcome, glad you signed up. Um, here are a couple of links for details. Here's what you need to do. If you, you know, you want a password reset, stuff like that. So, uh, um, I, uh, you know, I, I, you know, looked into my, my, uh, um, access logs on the server and, uh, you know, I, I just like kept, uh, an open tail of them grepping for uh, like the route that would create a user. And I saw it was like the same IP address doing it again and again and again. Wait, 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 this, this is hacking, not just spamming. No, no, no hacking, just spamming. What? Okay. Because they're, they're using, like they're using my sign up, right? They're okay, signing so up and creating new users, but I can see, uh, you know, I can see information about anyone that does any request to anything on the server. So, so I was, why? 
Well, that's a good question. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's pretty weird because they weren't, um, you know, like like there wasn't a clear path, you know, and they and they weren't like commenting, you know, everywhere and putting links to their site or something like that. Some of the usernames were names like um, Payday Loan Now or stuff like that. Um, but then a lot of them were just like very, very normal. And I'm pretty sure they were like real people's email addresses that had been, you know, stolen somewhere. Um, so anyway, I, I, I just set up a rule to block that IP address completely. Okay. And then, you know, all of it stopped. And then about five minutes later, it started getting another one and then another sign up and then another one. Oh my gosh. And I looked into it more. It looks like it was all uh, from Denmark, which seemed a little weird. And then I saw it was like all of the IP addresses were coming from, or they were all OVH boxes. And OVH is is uh, um, one of those unmetered bandwidth services. It's actually really good if you're running like a game server or something where you need a lot of bandwidth. Uh, it's very low cost, much cheaper than um, than like DigitalOcean. Uh, so like that's the kind of thing you might use if you're going to do a lot of scraping or spamming or something. Um, so I shut that down. And then I, I, I thought like, okay, so this is... When you say shut that down, what does that mean? I, bl- I blocked that IP address you, also. You, okay, and then, so second then, IP address. Yeah, but then, you know, that was only like good for another minute. And then I, I, uh, <laughs> I realized, uh, um, well, one, they, they were signing up the form faster than any normal human would. So it's like if, if you're... All these things I did were like very kind of standard. But if, if you're filling out if you're like putting your email address and your username and agreeing to the terms of service and you know filling out the whole sign up form in two seconds you're probably a bot it's the first time i've ever heard a good reason for a captcha well i i don't want a captcha because uh that's i well i hate them as a user first of all yeah and second of all i don't have any adsense or any google anything on the site other than YouTube videos on, on the pages with YouTube Can I just videos? do a, a quick sidebar about captures? Sure. <laughs> Why, when you sign up to, I don't know, a payment form, like on, on the plane, why do they put a fucking capture when you're signing up to Boing Boing Wireless? It makes no fucking sense. Oh, I, I don't know. Like, I mean, it's... <laughs> it's, like, it's like, how can you get a... Anyway, sorry. I, I have a, yeah, there's, there's like, I have a lot of comments about captures. Okay, but, let's talk about that. But anyway, um, yeah. uh, I, I, I set up a check to see if they're like filling out the, the form faster than you reasonably could. And okay. then I was like, okay, am I getting the same request? Like it basically is the same IP address creating multiple users within a short period of time. And after I put that rule in, I was like, okay, I, you know, I've got a minute to think like what, what's going to be the next thing. And so I, I uh, looked into... Uh, some libraries that that help people with this stuff. There's there's one uh, Ruby gem uh, for rail servers called Invisible Captcha, um, and it it has you know a lot of things it does. And I looked in some some other libraries. I thought okay, I, I should like look at uh, user fingerprinting, like just for the purpose of you know like the uh, seeing what user agent the spammer is using. And I started working on that and it turned out like just what I'd already done was enough of a hassle that the spammers gave up. Like they probably just, you know, they, they probably just had a you know, long list of, of, of sites that they were just algorithmically trying. It was like, it was clearly bot driven signups and 
it, it, it like mine was more work than it was worth at that point. But why is it? Because I, I'm guessing that it's a sort of grooming activity. So they, first of all, posting to you, getting into lots of people's inboxes and then because they get into people's inboxes, then they might send from your server at some point in the future. Maybe it's like a two-step hack. Um, they, well, they couldn't, so they couldn't send from my server, but maybe they were hoping the username itself had linkable URLs because some of the usernames were URLs and they didn't, you know, they didn't link to, they had zero spam value because like the user, um, user page is invisible to everyone, but the user and those URLs go to the user profile, not to like what the, uh, um, the username looks like it would be if it were a uh, URL. Like if your username is like, you know, HTTP dot, uh, or yeah, colon slash slash uh, paydayloannow.com, then you're not, like if, if you click that on my site, it's not going to take you to that link. It's going to take you to your user profile. So um, there, there was no spam value, but maybe they were hoping there was. And maybe they're also just testing to make like just to see if those emails are valid, you know. Oh, like, but how could like, they see that? Um, that's a good question. It's yeah, it's it's really strange. Like, or maybe the goal would just see like, is this service pretty vulnerable? If so, after we've got eighty thousand signed up, then we'll see. You know, if there's a way to comment or you know that's what i was that's what i was do. thinking like so 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 maybe it's like a grooming thing where they, they're just sort of testing testing a server seeing um what they can get away with and then and then it's like oh yeah then i'm gonna try and hack into the server itself at a later stage i, I don't think they would try to hack into the server itself or i mean i mean i'm not saying no one would i just don't think this specific thing was that this to me looked like it was more like uh uh, people that create spam accounts on Reddit or on Hacker News or on like indie hackers or like any forum where you but can your post service content. is a completely random on um, you know it's a completely random you've done it your own way you've built it yourself service right, right. so what that makes no sense um, well it's not that unique to have a uh, a route that's like slash users slash new okay. And it's not that unique to have like a route that's like slash sign up or something like that. You know, like yeah. I, I think, I think it's uh, uh, if you've got a route slash sign up and there's a sign up form on it, like some bots going to try to sign up. Well, I guess we, we probably won't be able to speculate as to why, but I'm sure that uh, of our four listeners, one of them will have a good idea and we'll probably mm -hmm. get some great comments about it. Could be. I, I saw we got a comment on YouTube again last time, which kind of, like, on one hand, I was like, "Oh, that's great. That's like gonna, that's gonna, you know, be an engagement sign to their algorithm." On the other hand, I was like, "Yeah, I want them to comment on Reactor.am, comment <laughs> on our site, Reactor.am. Yes. yes, comment on Reactor.am. You'll never forget your first comment on Reactor.am. Yes, yes. Um, but don't." Sign up with a fake account, please. Oh, don't don't, no, don't make hundreds of accounts. That wasn't happening on the Reactor website, no, anyway. No, that it was wasn't. Happening. No, yeah. um, it was not. So, uh, yeah. So after you know, after the figuring out what was going on and stopping it, then I've just had to write a bunch of emails to Amazon saying what happened, and you know, I'm not a spammer. Don't shut down my site. These were you know, transactional emails and all that. 
Yeah. So, um, other other news is I got an iPad. What? Did you hear Why? about the new iPads? No, I did not. Well, they're uh, not. I mean, the normal iPad line isn't updated much at all. Okay. Uh, but you know, like the the, the uh, cheapest iPad, which is what I got, the three hundred twenty nine dollar one. Yeah. Um, that is a way better drawing tablet than the Wacom tablet I had several years ago. It's like not oh, even I can close. believe it. Yeah. Okay. Like the the pencil is fantastic and i mm-hmm. i've been uh you know I, i've been using it for journaling because i i've been using like a physical notebook for a long time uh i've been using it for uh, making sketches so that one free video i made was talking about the uh, ecto database library and i just put some like, drawings of you know the three circles with the lines for a database and you know a user and then a user getting buried by data and you know, just a few different drawings and that video is like double or more than double the watch time of my typical video. And it's only four minutes long. Oh, it's yeah. like YouTube is like, oh, people like this one. It's like actively sending people to it. So Interesting. I think. Uh, what kind I of things do you draw on it? Fantastic buy. Well, uh, let me let me screen share, actually. Uh, this is um, this should be. Oh, you know what? I don't have any drawings shared to my iPad or from my iPad to oh, okay. uh, to my computer. I've just got my notes, which uh, some of which I think are maybe some good content for today. You could fast forward to a point in the video, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'll, I'll just I'll throw in I'll just throw in a video. Uh, I'll throw in a clip with uh, with some drawings. So uh, yeah, I've done uh, I've done some like just drawing training because I. I haven't, I, I used to draw a ton like 10 years ago, but I haven't recently. So, you know, the fill up the page with circles and then like big circles and then draw smaller circles between the big circles. Done that. And then okay. some like, um, um, some, uh, brush pressure sensitivity training, just like draw thick strokes that get thin and then thick and then next to it, do another line where, uh, it's kind of the, the inverse of it. So it looks like the whole page is full of waves. Okay. Um, cool. Yeah, but but I think I think what would be good for me uh, since I'm doing YouTube now is uh, unfortunately it's the kind of drawing I can't do. Like I can draw a pretty realistic looking face, uh, like good enough that people recognize whose face it is. But I can't draw like any comic style stuff. Like I just don't. I, I never learned how to abstract that well for drawing. So uh, I'm, I'm going to work on that. A bit. I mean, not not going to go crazy, but I think you know, just some little doodles here and there could help both the videos and the articles. To be honest, so uh, okay. yeah, I, I I give the the iPad a double thumbs up. Sweet, yeah, that sounds cool. And yeah. so it's yeah, I might I might have a look into that myself because I've I'm always looking for a good way to do to take notes and share ideas. Like that's one thing that uh, the compute computers like kind of suck at. I wonder, would a pencil like that work on um, like a, a Mac trackpad? I, uh, I don't know, maybe, but it's it's a it's not a good, it's not a very big size or whatever. I, I don't know. Yeah. So so the thing, so the thing with, that I've experienced so far, I've only had it for about a week. Um, yeah. It's the the amount of stuff you can put into a UI where you have a hand 
and a pencil is pretty impressive because it, it's uh, I got this like $10 app called procreate <laughs> and it's, it's better than uh, Photoshop was for me before. Cause it's oh, wow. like uh, um, I, I can be drawing with one hand and if I need to undo something, I just tap two fingers and boom, it undoes something. And I, I can also, uh, you know, put two fingers on the Apple notes and like move my fingers to put a ruler on the page and like draw a straight line. <laughs> and and there, there are just wow. so many, you know, tap four fingers to go full screen. There are just That's so cool. many. Yeah. Look, there's a lot you can, can do, do like that with gestures um, and stuff. Yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to share the screen really quickly yeah, and too. Uh, just throw in. Um, I'd love to see that. Some, show some notes. Yeah. Let's see here. I better share the whole screen so we don't accidentally, uh, um, don't accidentally get it yeah. cut off. Cool. So I, these are some handwritten notes I did. I've been doing um, the nice. James Altucher idea muscle recently, like okay. his idea muscle training. So it's like 10 ideas about something. Hmm. Um, so I, I, I came up with a list of 10 one-off launchable products that I could do or products that I could do that would be like launchable within the week. Um, as you can see, it's all written in cursive. And this is searchable. Like if <laughs> I wrote it in iPad notes, I can search for like any word that I wrote in here and it can find it. Let's see that. Uh, I can't do that. Oh, I'm it does it on the, the iPad desktop okay. screen. It, yeah. Well, you know, it, you know, maybe, you know, what the heck? Right. I'll, try, I'll try searching for um, monitor. Good. Uh, it doesn't seem to. So, okay, yeah. um, yeah, it, it also doesn't work if you take a picture, like it works if you wrote it there. Okay. Um, so here is, you know, an example of like me writing things at different sizes and different colors and, you know, it's just convenient. Yeah, it's really good. So, I mean, this is the kind of stuff that I would just do on a computer anyway. I was, I'm sort of thinking about mock-ups and stuff like that. That's why I would use it. Okay. Yeah. So the uh, the notes that I, I wrote that I was, uh, or like kind of the idea generation stuff that I wrote that I was interested in sharing with you uh, were in two buckets. One was one-off products launchable this week, and I came up with several. And then one was uh, ways to get Alchemist Camp over 20K MRR. Ooh. Um, is it, it's kind of, well, I, th I think it's like growth has been slow enough. I need to start. Um, shifting from focusing on exploiting what I already have to like broader exploration and see, you know, see what bigger things I might be missing. So yeah. We can nice. uh, go over either of those if you are interested and willing to give uh, feedback or comments. Sure. I, I saw that. I like the number matrix. That's a lot like um, how I put it, put the price point stuff in the boot camp, just showing um, how, just the multipliers, you know, like you've got there two, two by 10,000, sorry, no, 10,000 by two. That does not, you don't want 10,000 people at two bucks. I don't think. All right. Well, let, let me, uh, let me reshare my screen then. Let's, uh, let's, uh, yeah. let's go over this one. Yeah. Um, I have, uh, there we go. Is it shared? Uh, not right now. Yes. Okay. So 
uh, th- this one, I came up with a lot of ideas. So I was looking at, you know, what, what could I sell 10,000 times at $2? What could I sell 4,000 times at $5, 20 times at 1,000 and up and up to higher and higher prices until eventually it's like something that costs thousands 10, of dollars. That you 10, just sell. to sell to two people. Yep. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. So the $2 a month ideas I had, uh, was maybe, maybe I could do like, uh, a $2 ebook. Now that that's not really recurring though. So it doesn't quite fit or maybe access to the last five videos only like just a, like a very minimal subscription, uh, a deployment tool. Maybe that fit in maybe subscription ebook, which that one's kind of interesting to me. But, but like, just hold, hold on a second access. <laughs> just hold on a second. Access you, to a repo. Yeah. Access to the last five videos yeah. t- selling 10,000 to two, to 10,000 people at two bucks a month. It, it doesn't make sense as a business strategy for the same reasons that I outlined in the bootcamp, which is basically if you can get 10,000 people to be customers at two, at two bucks, then you've massively increased your surface area and everything. Like you're doing ridiculously mm. well and you might as well just focus hundred percent on exactly what you're doing at the price point you're already doing it because it's going to be way easier to get a thousand people at 20 bucks a month than it is to be get 10,000 people at two bucks a month. You're already doing the right thing. It's, it's just, yeah, it's possible. Well, th- this was just throwing out, this is just throwing out like uh, very unexplored ideas. And it was actually hard for me to come up with something that I could charge two bucks a month for, um, you know, like maybe access to a discord or something. Um, if I did sell any of these things for $2 a month, it would probably be like a, uh, Oh wait, is this def- um, it, is is this it'd confined be a tripwire? To, is this confined to Alp- Alchemist Camp or is this yeah, just it would, anything? It would have to be something I could do on Alchemist Camp. So, yeah. so, so, so this would be like a tripwire to because when someone ch- changes from like just audience into I have spent money and paid it to somebody, it's like I think there's a big psychological shift. Anything with I mean, anything with over a thousand people is is quite problematic because of the ni- the niche. Uh, that's a good point. Like it would be a lot easier if it were something else, if it were like, a, a um, I don't know, like a, a weight loss ebook or something, uh, where, where most humans in the world would, would uh, have a good chance of being interested. Um, so I, I came up with some more like $5 a month, which were pretty similar $20 a month, uh, getting a thousand customers was interesting to me because I'm charging about $20 a month now. So all of these ideas were just, just really like, what can I do to like grow the heck out of the top of the funnel? Yes. This is where to focus, throw away everything else. <laughs> well, you, I, believe it or not, your advice a couple of weeks ago is part of why I thought of this whole exercise right. Go on then. Um, be- because you were talking, well, you, we'll see. Let me go through a couple of these. Okay. Um, so 10 X, a YouTube channel by, recording daily or by teaching JavaScript yeah. by doing a podcast tour, mm-hmm. uh, writing oh, yeah. a book nice. for Manning just to get like, you know, a whole bunch of people clicking in from uh, a reputable source. Wait, what's Manning? Manning is probably the second or third biggest tech book publisher. Mm. Mm. There, I, I think of the ones I like, I really only, consider buying books from three sources really either like my top choice would be no search press. Number two is probably pragmatic programmers and then three or maybe tied with two is Manning. That'd Um, be hard to hyper iterate. What's number five? 
Uh, doing a tour of uh, guest YouTubing. So go on other people's YouTube channels Mm -hmm. and talk with them. Like, you know, maybe find someone teaching uh, uh, some, something adjacent, like they're teaching uh, CSS or they're teaching Mm -hmm. uh, blockchain or something like that. Okay. Then I had a few $50 a month ideas. Um, They were all premium tiers. Um, and this is basically what you'd come up with your, your $99 a month idea of premium tier with chat support. Got it. Yep. Exactly. Um, yep. or with uh, weekly office hours I thought about, mm-hmm. or like maybe, um, maybe like have some, some code that I've written like my, uh, convert kit wrapper library and the type form integration, uh, for, like how I run a lot of the marketing on Alchemist Camp, maybe like just access to those repos as well as the other stuff could make a, a higher tier. 400 still a big number of people though. It is. It to, is. To sell, to sell, um, to sell that too. Well, to be clear, I am nowhere near 20 K a month MRR right now. So all of these, every single one of these options I'm looking at, it's kind of like, that's a lot, you know, uh, then I was looking at like even more premium stuff, maybe, uh, you know, Greenfield app dev as a service where I'm using my own, you know, my own starter kit and templates and things. And then maybe like the ultimate, like the ultra, ultra premium tier would be part-time CTO as a service. For, for think- the life of me, I can't understand why you don't. And I mentioned this before, um, use because you're obviously very skilled at blogging and getting lots of people to a blog via Hacker News. Um, so, so clearly that's, that's a, a superpower that you've got. I don't understand why you don't do what I describe as building the market and basically get people into Elixir. And you're the, you're the, you're the person, the spearhead person who gets people super interested in Elixir for all the different reasons that you know why it's amazing. They read your blog post and then they're like, oh yeah, shit, I really want to level up my career with Elixir. And then they go, oh, wait a second, this guy, this is the, this guy's the reason why I want to do that. And he teaches it. Yeah. I'm going to start watching him. So uh, I thought about this a little bit because one of my, uh, one of my French buddies, not, not the one I usually mention, but a different French buddy out here, uh, asked me about submitting some of his stuff to Hacker News. Cause he was like, Hey, I saw, you know, your lap in like our, our group, ch- our, our group chat. You know, I saw you submitted like your last three or four posts and they all got to number two on Hacker News. Like, can you submit one of mine? <laughs> and thing is like, I, the reason they're doing well is because I've written them with that audience in mind, including the topic. And it's, I can't, I mean, even if I change a title, I can't really take a post about any old thing and make it do well on Hacker News or anywhere. And to do really well posting stuff for a niche language like Elixir, it almost has to be either A, an update about the language itself or a major library or something like LiveView or B, it's got to be from, uh, you know, a company that's like doing big things with it. So it's like, if I write something that just like go Elixir, I can't get traction with it. 
Well, I mean, I I've mean, tried that. I had, I had like my first, my first post on my, my site was basically that. Well, what about, um, so that, that's a, that's a quite a binary answer. What about, um, the, the, the in-between, which is, um, we brainstorm like 20 ideas, 20 blog ideas around, around Elixir that could get people super interested in it. Cause, cause I mean, there's so many interesting aspects to it that is not just, I mean, yes, it's kind of like, yay, go Elixir, but it's just interesting too. Like the, you know, the, the threading, like how many people you can, you can get on one server. Like, um, I, I can't think of them off the top of my head, but I know that if we brainstorm back and forth, we could probably come up with 20 very fascinating and interesting titles. I, just about. I think is, yeah. I, I think it, it may, yeah, maybe some just very, very like broad thing. I, I saw one do recent, do well recently that was like, um, uh, moving from TypeScript to Elixir. And this guy like wrote all about, you know, what was easy for him, what was hard, what was confusing, what, what he didn't like. But like, you could say something like, okay, with, with Elixir, you could serve, you, it could have a title of something like this. With Elixir, you could serve 2 million people for a cost margin of 10 bucks a month. You know what I'm saying? Like, it could yeah. be something that's like, whoa, you can do that with Elixir? Like, that's really kind of useful and interesting to people, you know? Like, for the, from a business point of view, I think that kind of thing could be, could be interesting, potentially. Yeah, well, I, I'll keep up the uh, the uh, idea muscle practice. Just uh, you know, brainstorming ten ideas about uh, a different thing every day, and uh, you know, <laughs> get better at it. And then maybe I'll uh, I'll uh, you know, leveling up on that way will help me uh, find the the perfect uh, intersection of interesting to hacker news and useful for uh, Alchemist Camp posts. What was your favorite thing out of those um, out of that list of the different price points that you just showed me? Oh, uh, well, I, I didn't have one single favorite. I, I did like your idea of the premium tier with chat support. Okay. I also kind of liked the office hours idea where I have like uh, maybe two hours a week, you know, the same, you know, the same day every week hmm. where people can just drop in to like a group video chat or group, you know, whatever, probably video chat and ask for help with stuff. Is that public? So is that is that, that a marketing no, tool that would, in its that, own right? Um, maybe it, it could be, but it wouldn't have to be. Like I, I could have it be totally private, and then make it make it public later, or you know, could go lots of ways. Could that I, be I something think, that could be inter- like a mar- um, just a, as a marketing type concept? Um, hey, let's tune into the Mark Show every week. <laughs> you know, well that that is that is actually pretty popular like people do like a oh, they do a live stream like ask me anything or like uh i see a lot i don't see much on youtube like that but on twitch i see a lot of people that are like hey you know just like let's uh, let's make a landing page together or or let me let me critique your your uh your new startup idea kind of thing okay that's awesome uh, so i i do kind of like the office hours i i would be inclined towards uh probably recording all the videos and making them only available to the people paying the super premium level because mm. I mean, I, yeah, I yeah, definitely yeah. want them to feel like they're getting their money's worth. Okay. Know? Because and um, some people might not ask something if it's public. Exactly. I, I also kind of like, uh, I also kind of like 
some of the ones I had at the twenty dollar a month. Like, um, I like doing, the podcast tour. Doing, oh, interesting. Okay, I like the YouTube tour more. Yeah, I like that. But I like that both of those. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, also, like just trying to make videos daily. If I can do that, I think that that might that might uh, that might change everything. And then finally, um, you know, I, I like a lot of stuff. I, I like the ebook idea. Like that's that's really interesting to me for some reason. Just like this this <laughs> living book that you pay subscription access to. Oh, I didn't get it. yeah. That is interesting. It, it's like um, yeah. It's like it's like here here's my you know, ebook on how to set up, uh, you know, uh, say if I were, say if it were like uh, GraphQL, you know, with Elixir, which is the series I'm doing now. What if that whole thing were just like an ebook? It's like 50 pages on like setting everything up and you just pay two bucks a month for as long as you want it. Oh, and I keep it I, updated forever. I know how you could do that. So with, you, you couldn't do that as a subscription, but you could do that the way that I've uh, set up uh, Nugget, which is basically it's to say, okay, there is a finite amount of payments for this. It has a it has a price point, and when you've paid X number of payments, then you've paid it off. So you could go ahead and say twenty four payments of two bucks. Oh, which is essentially the same thing as having uh, someone's subscribing for two years. Interesting. And and but but from from their point of view, they won't be thinking, oh, this is a subscription. They'll be thinking, oh, I'm buying this for fifty bucks over two years. Yeah, that would. That would be painful for me, though. Like I, I know you have like the same dynamic, regardless of whether if you're you're breaking up a bigger thing or if you're just taking a subscription each month. But knowingly inflicting that high a percentage of my money going to payment fees, like that would that would be tough. Wait, well, what what would? Well, Stripe charges. What do they charge? Like, but what were you thinking with your two buck a month? Thirty cents plus five percent. Oh well, I, I was thinking like I don't know how many months are going to stay. Therefore, and they don't either. Therefore, there are a lot of people that'll like throw down two bucks that would not have been willing to throw down forty eight. But what I'm saying is, you'll be the same amount of Stripe fees would be going either way, right? Right, but it, it might be a much much bigger top of funnel. It's hard to if, say though. If it's just two bucks, yeah. subscri- if it's a two bucks subscription, yeah, it's it's hard to say. No, you just okay. Yeah, here's a question. Here's a yeah. question. So, like, regardless of the the amount of money, how like in general, like it, it's it's harder to sell a subscription than it is a one off fee. Yeah, but if the one off is big enough, then that's not true anymore. Like, how many like how many months worth of uh, of monthly subscription big does a one-time fee have to get before it's, it's actually harder to sell. Well, so it's like 10 bucks a month is as hard to sell as a hundred dollars, $200. I don't know. I've got three price points right now on, on the, the Academy right now. And basically mm-hmm. I, I pitch it as getting to lifetime alumni. And so at, at this particular moment in time, it's 500 bucks, one-time payment. It's mm-hmm. 123 bucks, six payments, or it's 47 bucks, 20 payments. And basically it's approximately, approximately 50% of the people choose the 47 bucks. Um, 50% choose the, um, the one-time payment. And then a couple of stragglers choose an in-between, like, a, like six payments, 123. Sorry, what's, what's the, uh, what are the amounts again? 
it's 500 total 500, 500 or... there's 500 so basically the idea is you're working toward you're, you're going to get lifetime alumni and so mm-hmm. if, if you are a lifetime alumni you are then entitled to updates for the for all the platform for forevermore so it's basically lifetime and the three price points one price point is 500 bucks that if you pay 500 bucks now you just instantly get lifetime alumni and that's mm-hmm. the COVID pricing. Before that, it was a thousand bucks, and it was mm-hmm. basically exactly the same percentage it, it worked. Mm-hmm. So this is just during COVID, um, and then the mid tier is six payments of one hundred and twenty-three bucks. One twenty-three times six. Okay, so that's like seven thirty-eight. Yep. And then the lowest yeah. tier is um, twenty payments of forty-seven dollars. Okay. Okay. So it's so that's not a gigant. Okay, yeah. I got it. So it's sort of costing you about a thousand um, to do the lowest tier. Yeah, Wait, twenty payments, no, two thousand. So it's it's either five hundred or two thousand kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Did did the conversion change much once you did the COVID discount? No, exactly the same. Really? Yeah. So so maybe so, after it's over, you should go up to four thousand or no. two thousand or something. <laughs> I'll just go back to the the the, the price point was nine nine seven for instant access, or um. Yeah, two thousand for the the long haul type of thing. Yeah, yeah. In sort of related news, so I, I bought that uh, mastering convert kit course from Brennan Dunn last oh, yeah. Black Friday, as I've okay. mentioned multiple times. Yeah, he's publishing more stuff. Like it blows my mind. He's he's like, you know, I've been getting updates on this thing that I bought a year ago. Just right, like just like clock not clockwork but just sporadically i'm getting this this product i bought that was like this is pretty cool and just like more and more and more stuff getting added to it and he's not getting any more money from me it's like you know i already paid my 300 bucks that's all you know that's all it is um we're having sound issues today oh there we go now yeah it's for some reason it automatically puts the input volume down just randomly anyway that's weird um, yeah. What I was saying is, I guess maybe his plan is just keep on adding value and, and more people will buy it and he's selling other stuff. It's part of a funnel. Maybe you're so in- interested, you'll buy new stuff. I mean, who knows? I, th- I, think, that's, I think that's probably what it is. Because like now, the next time he has a product that looks like maybe I'm interested, maybe I'm not. Like when I, if I get an email that's like, hey, this is like the super early deal, I'm going to be adding to it. Like I'll probably just leap on it immediately. You know, I want to apologize to you and to everyone that I've been a bit grumpy this show. Um, I think it's because of the living situation of, of like having these five, these three kids knocking oh, on the door you, all the time. You seem fine. I mean, I, okay. I've been, I've been talking, you know, I've been doing like 80% okay. of the talking, but you, you haven't seen that at all. Okay, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So do you want to talk about um, any, uh, can I give an update on Nugget or something like that? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So Nugget, um, super interesting. There's been 350 people go through, well, start the bootcamp. So mm-hmm. 350 people have started and my stats say 42 people have finished. Now, 10 of those people were already just, just friends and stuff. So really 32 people have finished out of uh, 340. The boot so it's, yeah, the bootcamp. Um, and what's interesting is I've had three sales um from 30 people so it's essentially 10 if we look at it that way it's it's 10 percent conversion um from the from the end of the funnel Mm -hmm. um right 
I'm, I'm, that's right, isn't it? Three, yeah, three is yeah, 10%. yeah. Okay, wait, three times what ten is thirty? Yes, exactly. Yeah, so um, it's like you're getting ten percent of the ten percent of the people who start finish ten percent of those buy the next thing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So that is, that is interesting. So um, what I need to do is M- Matteo, who has basically followed everything that the bootcamp said and everything that the academy said, and who is He's just nailing. He is just nailing it. What I need to do is a video with just with him, just mm-hmm. talking talking through his journey, how he discovered Nugget, and the choices he's made, and how he got to the point that he is right now, and just put that either halfway through, probably halfway through, or at the end of the course. And I think that that will basically fix the conversion issue and and mean that a lot more than um three people out of 300 people will end up buying i'm imagining it'd probably be more like if 300 people are in they'd probably be like it probably bring 10 percent conversion to the top line i think is what it would do i I could see that yeah um was now what what was his project again well he's he's done he's he's done exactly what i've said which is um to hyper iterate test lots of ideas and fail fast and talk to a lot of people and where he's got to now. So he's, he's gone through a few different, a few different phases of projects, but where he's got to now is he's got, he's got to something where people are just like, yes, I want this. Shut up and let me give you my money. Nice. And um, that, that product is um, called, Hey, Hey, hi, Hey, hi. And basically, (laughs) and basically you get to someone's um, website and, um, like I guess a little hand kind of waves at you and you mm-hmm. click it and then you're instantly in a live video chat with them. Oh, okay. That yeah. is cool. Yeah. yeah. So, um, and the, the, even the brand was using the nugget branding, you know, how to come up with a brand, uh, methodology. Um, so yeah, it's, it, it's, he's already got, um, I think, I think about, uh, four people who've committed to, to paying and he's just about to release it. He's building it using no code. Um, mm-hmm. yeah, it's, it's great. So I think he, he, his story would help, uh, help sales. That's what I need to do. I, another one that might, I, I remember I, cause I just, uh, I just, uh, edited episode 24 recently mm-hmm. and you talked about, uh, tiny pilot. Yeah. Tiny pilot. Now he, see, he didn't go through nugget. He just sort of worked. He just sort of, um, uh, spoke okay. with me privately. Um, okay. So I don't think I could, I could use him because, um, but we did, we have had a, you know, a number of conversations and um, let's, I mean, I don't know if you can attribute it to me, but what I will say is, is that he was, he, he was kind of struggling for a couple of years and then we started speaking and now everything's going great, but I don't know if you can attribute that to me. It might just be coincidence. Um, or it might just be the, uh, the future super premium tier of nugget. <laughs> maybe um but uh yeah so so and the thing is the thing is um i i always think in my mind of this um this um symbolism of a, an entrepreneur like pushing a mattress across a carpeted floor it's like okay that's it's interesting like, it's like it's like if you really try and push it it and you pull it you can like move it across that floor but there's like there's very little flywheel effect. There's very little momentum there. It's like, it's just bloody hard to move it. And as soon as you stop pulling, it stops moving. And if you look at the, the, the bootcamp numbers, like it gets to 350, 
for the time that I'm doing stuff. And then as soon as mm-hmm. I stop doing stuff, there is zero growth. The mattress stopped moving, you know, um, to, to, but all I need to do is to like put more effort into it, to do the product hunt launch, to go on podcasts, to, you know, to do a whole bunch of stuff. And then that 350 will turn into 3,500. You know, it's just yeah. like you do, you do stuff and stuff happens. And so that's what you need to do. Like, yeah, totally go to the, do that YouTube tour is a great idea. I, yeah. I mean, in, in my case, I feel like, I mean, I'm doing stuff constantly because I have to like, like I, I'm basically on the hook for tutorial videos every, you know, if I go like a whole month without making any videos, like it, it would be bad. Um, but that's not the stuff I'm talking about. That's I know. The, that, that's I know. the creation. The stuff I'm talking about is um, like pulling the mattresses, marketing stuff. It's not building stuff. You know what I mean? Okay. Well, I feel like I'm pulling two mattresses then. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, that is a bit of a, an issue with a content-based business. Yeah. 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 And it's not like, like these talks are pretty easy for me unless the, like, unless the editing is crazy one time or something like this, this takes no more than uh, as much time to, to actually have the talk in total for like all the editing and publishing and like making the site, everything else. But here's the thought making tutorials, like editing screencasts. That's, that's kind of, here's a thought. Yeah. Um, in one way you could look at alchemist camp and you could say that in comparison to what I've done with the boot camp, alchemist camp is kind of feature complete in a, in a similar kind of a way. Like hmm. it's, it's, it's the beginning of understanding Elixir and all the, all the, the sort of boot campy level of Elixir stuff. So do you actually need to do new videos or could you put all of your effort into marketing for a few months and just all of your effort into the top of the funnel, bringing new people in to the beginning of that whole Elixir thing? Um, I, I still would need to make more premium videos for sure because people still want to learn stuff and I don't have, I mean, most of my videos are free. Um, the reason why actually the reason I, why they are mostly free though, is because the videos are also my primary marketing method. Exactly. Like, yeah. Like making free videos. Uh, I, I can just see it's direct correlation between the number of videos that are freely available on YouTube and the growth of the channel and the growth of my email list and growth of like everything. Um, but, but yeah, I, I do need to kind of, um, you know, find some, some additional tactics, you know, I can't just kind of get settled into this, this grind and not, you know, not innovate on it at all. Um, Andy Dyster and Nugget has done so well with SEO stuff. Um, he's got, he's getting like, I think it's like a hundred thousand people a day type of thing. so is it is he uh is is it some sort of technical seo or he's got like some kind of database of content that he's exposing to the web i think in a clever way or uh, is it content marketing i you know what i don't actually know i I, i'd have to get into that a bit deeper with him okay Uh, i don't actually know but i wonder i don't know i'm i've i don't know why i keep on trying to solve your problems today I'm sorry. Oh well, I no, I've been asking <laughs> questions. That's that's why. But it's uh It's not my place really, but um Sure it is. This is a mastermind. <laughs> We're supposed to ask each other for advice on uh on uh you know whatever pressing problems. Um but with 
okay can i can i talk about slider for the roblox game real quick uh, yeah yeah okay i don't don't have a massive amount of time i'm gonna have to head pretty quick but mm. so one thing that i have didn't understand about the roblox uh client server paradigm and it just it didn't make sense to me and it still doesn't make complete sense to me but it sort of makes sense to me so you have a server and basically the server is pretty much exactly the same as what's happening on the client um so i was trying to wrap my head around okay if i attribute points to a user on the server because you can't because it's okay roblox is a bit like um a javascript web browser like mm -hmm. any anyone can look at the code on the client so okay. they can they can they can basically hack it do whatever you want so when you are attributing points you have to do that server side even though it's basically the same thing but the, they can't see any scripts that are specifically specified as server-based scripts so on the so even though it's all happening at the same time on the server in slider i've got people running around little conveyor belts and jumpers and stuff like that and that's where i'm calculating how much xp they earn I'm doing the exact same thing on the server and the client, but the server script is the one that says, okay, now I'm going to store it into the database. The client right. can't yeah. do that. But where I was getting confused was, okay, if I do something on the server, how do I like tell the client? And what you do is you essentially, it just does it. That's, that's the really weird thing about this. Like, so the client just automatically has what the server has. Does that make sense? So, like, so like it's got some kind of syncing that they built into it. Yeah. Like, so, so let's say, for example, on the server, I, I add a new folder into the player. And in uh -huh. that folder, I put a cache value of 10. Uh -huh. That is now accessible and viewable on the client. I don't okay. have to say anything, which is really weird to me. Like, that, that is weird. That, 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 and that propagates to all clients. You know what? That kind of <laughs> reminds me of uh, like using Meteor JS in yeah, 2013. Right. right. It's like somehow you just like mini Mongo is just magically everywhere. Right. It's yeah. yeah and and I couldn't wrap my head around it. I was like, I was asking questions on the forum. I was like, you know, okay, how do I propagate data to the clients? And and everyone was like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because they're, <laughs> because they're all all these kids like they don't know any other programming paradigm. You know what I mean? It's the only thing they know. Right, right, right. So like, you just like, you just seem like this ignorant old guy. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, how no, but like how do I get that data to the client? They're like, what the fuck? It's already there. What are you talking about? And I'm like, how how is it already there? Like what? So that was just a really interesting sort of paradigm concept. Nice, nice. Yes. So how close is a game? Oh, to release? Yeah. Um well, my my builder guy who who I hire is getting married this week. So I'm probably I was I was aiming for October one, but it's probably going to be October fifteen. I would imagine. That's still soon. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Look forward to hearing it. Um, yeah. So I guess we should do goals then, since uh, you got to run. Okay. Um, this week I'm going to continue doing you know lots of stuff with my iPad, playing around with it, having fun. Um, my main goal is. I'm going to go for five videos this week. Wow. Like no other goals, just get five premium videos or free? out. Uh, total. Okay. Yeah. So it'll probably be three premium, two free. Okay. And that's it. I'm just going to go for five videos. See if I can do that. Oh, that's your goal. Yeah. Okay. 
my goal is to add to integrate a a, a a basic data manager like a like a database abstraction type thing so mm -hmm. into slider so that um people can own so that i can save their xp and their level and then also make it so that um the challenges get unlocked at the correct time so that's my goal yeah cool cool saving data right. and unlocking challenges correctly well um i hope uh hope all goes well with the uh the fires or i, I hope they uh they stop <laughs> and uh, yeah. you know your family does okay mm -hmm. um sounds yeah sounds like uh, definitely a tough time out there thank you well i hope you have fantastic time with your ipad and um We'll do. I'll see you on the next reactor. All right. See you then.